Your relationship with God is not a tool and should not be a tool to beat yourself up with, to judge yourself with, to feel like you're a bad person, to reinforce traumatic, you know, past mistakes, to reinforce future mistakes, to reinforce your self-loathing, to reinforce your self-hatred, your self-doubt, your insecurities, your self-judgment. It is not a tool for that. Your relationship with God is to set you free from all of that. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fire in the Madhouse. I'm your host, Gentry Petzold, and I am really excited about sharing today's episode with you guys. Uh, Before we get into the episode, though, if you guys could, please uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching this on, on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and subscribe. It would mean so much to me to have you guys there. And if you ever want to make comments down in the comments below, I will gladly get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. And I will always respond to your comments. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, please like, subscribe. Um, And if you guys could, the most important thing that I'm really hoping for is that if you guys could please share this podcast with those people that you feel that are really needing to hear this information, it would mean the world to me to get the word out there as much as we possibly can. Uh, Also, if you guys would like to connect with me a little bit more directly, go to gentrypetzel.com, fill out the form for the newsletter, be part of my community there. And um, if you're really wanting to do some of this work, sign up for one of the workshops. They're excellent, excellent ways of meeting like-minded people. I'm really building a, a tribe of people that are just fantastic. And the last thing I want to share with you is that if you're wanting to participate in a future episode of the podcast, please shoot me a text message, a voicemail, a voice memo, a video message to my cell phone. It's 808-430-1688. That's area code 808-430-1688. Okay, so without wasting any uh, more of your time, let's get right into it. I want to address something that I see a lot of people doing and myself, I have done it multiple times. So I am not free and clear of this myself, but it's something that I actively have to work through on a daily basis. And that is, using your spiritual practice or the work you may be doing as a tool to beat yourself up with. I want to start off by saying, let's work through that and let's not do that. When I see people that are engaging in, let's say they're going back to church or they are taking on a new um a therapy practice or a new way of dealing with past trauma, hypnotherapy, regression hypnotherapy, if they're going to school, if they are learning to become a life coach or if they are becoming a electrician or a hairdresser or whatever it may be, I have seen this consistently where people use that experience as a way of beating themselves up or making themselves feel lesser than. Like, oh, I didn't get the grades that I wanted. I... um didn't get the attendance scores that I wanted, I didn't do great on that haircut, whatever it may be, and they used that experience of life as a way of beating themselves up. The thing that scares me the most is when I see people reestablishing a relationship with God, whether it be through Christianity or what other, other means that they're pursuing their love for God or their reconnection for God. The thing that scares me the most is watching people beat themselves up feeling like they failed God somehow, like they aren't doing it right. 
And I just want to speak to those people right now that might be having one of those dark nights of the soul, one of those coming to the feet of God kind of moments, feeling defeated and broken and like you're not lovable or good enough. There's two things I want to share about it. One is very simply, your relationship with God is never done wrong. If you're trying to develop an honest and sincere, humble relationship with God, it is never done wrong. It's that simple. You're learning. We all are. So just know that. Your relationship with God is never done wrong as long as you're sincerely pursuing your faith with even just a sliver of sincerity. It's never done wrong. The second thing that I want to share with you, and this is a little bit more complicated, when we use our relationship with God as a mechanism and as a tool to to beat ourselves up, we are diminishing the beauty and the strength and the abundance of God to whittle it down to our own psychology. Now, what do I mean by this? When we beat ourselves up, we're generally addressing like maybe behaviors or actions or things that we messed up in. Like, I didn't meditate long enough, or I didn't pray long enough, or I lost my temper with my spouse, or I cheated on my taxes, or I lied to somebody, or what, like whatever it is, okay? I drank when I was trying not to drink, or, you know, I ate cake in the middle of the night when I'm on a diet, that kind of shit. We beat ourselves up, and we feel ashamed, and we think that God is watching over us and judging us like we're judging ourselves. And I wanted to address this because I feel like this is a common hanging point for a lot of people where they get stuck, they get hot, they get hung up on this and they just get stuck and they won't stop beating themselves up and torturing themselves with this idea. When we are dealing with issues of this world, we've royally fucked up somehow, right? Like we've cheated on our spouse, we've, you know, uh, embezzled money, we've, you know, hurt somebody, we've lied, we've cheated, we've stolen, we've, you know, conned, whatever it is. I'm not saying that those behaviors are uh, acceptable. And I'm not, I'm not encouraging anybody to do any of these things, because you're not just like, off the fucking hook. Okay. But what I am saying is that there is no way of correcting those behaviors without the strength and the foundation of God, okay? It's just impossible. You're dealing with a worldly shit show of bad choices and bad behaviors and bad ideas and bad judgment calls, and then, and then, you're dwindling God's love down to the level of the world by saying that there is judgment and there is hatred and that there is grudges and resentment from God. And that is not the case. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, God doesn't like that shit. God doesn't like for people to fucking be cheating. He doesn't like for people to cause harm to other people. He doesn't like people, their freedom of choice to be taken away. He doesn't like that shit. He doesn't like malicious behaviors. And some of you are going to get triggered by me saying God. And I get that. 
but stick with me for a moment, okay? Bear with it. (laughs) Be in the uncomfortable space. When we are addressing self-hatred and when we are addressing beating ourselves up over behaviors that we have indulged in, we are literally dealing with this superficial world, this plane of existence that we call life. God is not a part of this world. He is around it, made it, surrounded it, forcing energy into it, taking energy away from it. Like, there is just, God is not of the same time, the same physicalities, the same rules, the same limitations that we are in this world. So when we dwindle God's presence and God's love down to the same way that we think about ourselves, where there's grudges and resentments and there's anger and there's, you know, fucking payback and all this crazy shit. We are literally just dealing in the in the in the world of the physicality. We're dealing in the human realm. And God does not participate in that realm. Your relationship with God is not a tool and should not be a tool to beat yourself up with, to judge yourself with, to feel like you're a bad person, to reinforce traumatic, you know, past mistakes, to reinforce future mistakes, to reinforce your self-loathing, to reinforce your self-hatred, your self-doubt, your insecurities, your self-judgment. It is not a tool for that. Your relationship with God is to set you free from all of that. When we minimize God's love, we literally just bring him down to a human form. We literally bring him to something that can begin and end. And that's not what God is. Your relationship with God can never be done wrong as long as you have a sliver of true faith. You have a sliver of true sincerity. But you cannot get through this physical world, this limited world, this dense existence where we make bad choices and we have bad judgment calls and we have bad fucking behaviors and there's resentment and there's grudges and there's insecurities and there's mistakes. You cannot get through those behaviors and those patterns without surrendering yourself to love. You cannot get to the, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot get through those habits and those addictions and those uh, predispositions without surrendering to God's love, without surrendering to truth. It doesn't, it doesn't work any other way. Because if everything is, is operating on a, linear, on a linear plane, where things begin and end, you, you're born and you die, you love and you lose, you make money and you lose money, you lose money and you make money, this begin and end bullshit cycle, if nothing is rising up, you're always stuck on this linear plane. If nothing is elevating you or bringing you to your knees and dropping you down and humbling you, if nothing is rising you up and making you want to serve love or serve truth, then you're just stuck. You're just stuck in this linear world. And that's not what life is. That's not what love is. That's not what God is. You may not even be aware 
Because I know that I wasn't, at times in my life, aware that I was crying out for God's love. I wasn't even aware that I was crying out for God's love. I was partying. I was singing in a rock band. I was, you know, drinking and enjoying money and, and, and recognition and attention. And all the while, I was depressed and ruined in my heart. And I was crying out for God's love. I was crying out for truth. I was crying out for something higher, for something to humble me enough to where I could be catapulted higher. I was so disgusted with the linear plane of existence. I was so disgusted with my behaviors. I was so embarrassed. I was so filled with shame. And at some point, at some point, I had to sit back and go, this is not the way that God looks at me. He's not a man judging me the way that I'm judging myself. He's not somebody carrying around a fucking checklist and a book that's judging me. Stop judging myself. Stop looking at myself as through the eyes of a human and start looking at myself through the eyes of God. And I'm sharing this with those of you that might need to hear this right now, where you're really beating yourself up. You're feeling like you failed in some way. You haven't failed. You're just learning. But learn to love God and to love yourself the way that God loves you. If you can give yourself permission to see yourself through the eyes of God, see those around you through the eyes of God, see your actions and your addictions, see your mistakes and your shortcomings the same way that God would see them. If you give yourself permission to do that, you're on the right path to freedom. You're on the right path to self-awareness. You're on the right path to self-fulfillment. You're on the right path to surrender. And you're on the right path to reuniting and reconnecting with love. I have tried every modality of therapy and counseling, meditation, and self-help. And I'm telling you that the way that I, for myself, a very stubborn, a very uh, dug-in individual, the only way that I ever came out of those ditches that I had dug for myself, those dark holes that I dug for myself, was through surrendering to God's love and by being open to the possibilities of God's love. Seeking truth and stripping away the stories and the self-hatred that I constantly tell myself. The people that I have worked with in the past, the people that I'm currently working with, the first thing that we do is we always try to strip the story down to nothing. To truly dismantle the story that we tell ourselves that are keeping us from God's love. To, to truly strip away the stories that are keeping us from being humble. That is why I call myself a story dismantler. I have to, on a daily basis, dismantle the story that I tell myself in order for me to experience God's love, to experience humility, to experience openness, to experience willingness to even hear truth. And my invitation to all of you is the same. Really work at dismantling the story that we tell ourselves 
that keep us from experiencing love, that keep us from experiencing God's love, that keeps us from experiencing and looking at ourselves and looking at the world around us for all the good and all the bad, the same way that God looks at us. So the invitation to you is to learn how to dismantle the stories and to stop using God as a way to hate yourself, to beating yourself up. Stop using your your religion or your spiritual practice. Stop using your desire for something more than this linear plane of existence. Stop using it as a way to minimize God's love. Stop using it as a way to diminishing God's love and putting them in this plane. Give yourself permission to see yourself as God sees you. And with that said, I'm going to let you guys go for today. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I really, really appreciate it. Again, if you guys could please like, subscribe, but most importantly, if you could please share it with somebody that you feel like may need to hear it, I'm trying to get the word out there. It would mean the world to me. Please visit me at gentrypetzel.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And if you want to do this work with me, sign up for one of the workshops, specifically the Sea Change Workshop. I think you will be blown away by the beauty of the people that are joining the community. I'm really excited to get this thing launched and ready to go. And then the final thing that I'll tell you, if you want to participate in a future episode, Shoot me a text with any questions or comments or topics that you'd like for me to address. If you want me to go deeper into explanation from one of my previous episodes, I'll gladly do so. But shoot me a text, a voicemail, a voice memo, a video message, whatever it is that you need to do. 808-430-1688. That's area code 808-430-1688. Thank you so much for your time. Have a blessed day.